to support this podcast, <laughs> go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode is also brought to you by pbandjoey.com. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for more information and check out the trail mix. $35 or more gets you free shipping. That's pbandjoey.com for more information. pbandjoey.com. Hey, everyone. Here's a great way to support this website and make money for yourself. This is Robinhood, the app that makes investing easier and offers more ways to make your money work harder. Their goal Investing in financial markets more affordable, more intuitive, and more fun, no matter how much experience you have or don't have. Keep a broker in your back pocket. Everything you need to manage your assets and all available in a single app. Set up customized news and notifications to stay on top of your assets as casually or as relentlessly as you like. Controlling the flow of info is up to you. Have access to stocks, funds, options, cash management, and cryptocurrency. Make unlimited commission-free trades in stocks, funds, and options with Robinhood Financial. The same goes for buying and selling cryptocurrencies with Robinhood Crypto and zero commission fees. Also introducing cash management. Invest, spend, and earn all through your brokerage account. Secure a spot on the waitlist and reserve your card. Here's what I want you to do. Go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate and when you click on the referral banner and securely sign up either using your Android, Apple device, or desktop, you get a share of stock value between $3 and $150 after funding your account. That's all you got to do. You get a free stock, I get a free stock. We all win. Trading terms and conditions still apply. See Robinhood.com for more information. Once again, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate, click on the Robinhood referral banner, and claim your free stock. Robinhood, it's time to do money. I'll need your social security number so I can process your payment. My what? Your social security number so we can pay you. Two. Two. Okay, Phil, we're One. One. Five. Five. Dash. Six. Six. Nine. Nine. Dash. Eight. Eight. Two. Two. One. One. Two. Five. Two. That's one too many numbers. Think off the five. Dog. Dog. We've been cleared hot from the COVID, so we're back in here with the AC blasting, and uh, it's good to have him back in the studio because uh, well, it's nice to have somebody not yelling at me at a fucking wedding party calling me racist or whatnot. Another story. What's the matter with you, you racist, yeah. white privileged I, I Jew? Wait, yeah, <laughs> so white privileged. Um, actually, did you not notice I have a COVID mask here with a cigar through it? So these are not. Since I learned, these are not uh, paper. These are actually like it's like micro microfiber plastic. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, if you guys don't know, and you'd still get to- dust on your face if you were doing cardboard. I mean, um, uh, sheetrock. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't bullshit anyways it is uh keep your puppy so yeah when johnny monotone and i are studio we just kind of you know we shoot the shit we kind of make noises with our face we just have fun with it because we don't get a chance to see each other because uh unlike the rest of you medicare welfare fucks we actually uh we do we spend every waking hour of our day if we're not pleasing our women we're trying to please our bank accounts 
you know, we actually try to do shit for a living. Anything we can to make a buck, get make the next break. We take losses in all situations, whether it be the stock market, uh, nonprofits, fucking what have you. We're just doing whatever we can to contribute to this little thing called capitalism, and we make mistakes along the way. Do we make? Do we apologize for them? No. no. <laughs> We're doing whatever we can to be absolutely useful members of society, no matter how stupid or poorly spoken we may be. We're at least trying. Um, We've never made any mistakes we can't fix. Well. Well, except for that one time where I tried to light the barbecue the first time, the first night I got the rent all taken care of here, and then I set the fucking fence on fire. Or that one time we were going to Natick and I got like shit faced the night before. When we, when did we go to Natick? We went. We were eating that Chinese. Was it a Chinese place? Oh, we went. That was week six. I was like that. so. Hung, I can still remember yeah. how hungover you ate, like, I was. Two bites of General Gao's chicken, and oh. you were yeah. I was dying. Yeah, you look like you're in rough shape. I was. <laughs> what was that song? Jack Daniels kicked my ass again last night. That was that was that song. The place was nice. I yeah. Oh go, yeah. That was great the, restaurant. Um, yeah, that's when we were testing out the camera that no longer exists. Yeah, that we got busted filming in the mall. Yeah, we got. Well, you. Were... You're not supposed to film in the mall. Here, here we are a year later. You're not supposed to walk around without a mask. Well, you were uh, waving that fucking handy cam around like a. Like a gun. <laughs> you know, bro. I'm recording here. You could probably get away with a camera now as long as you're wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I wear. Let's see. I I wear a mask when because it's required. I wear a mask when I go to get my haircut. Mostly because I want to support not. Well, first, you kind of have I, to. I love JC Penney's, yeah. but I. If I don't have to go anywhere, I don't go anywhere. You get your haircut, JC Penney. Well, yeah, dude. Oh, okay. You know what's fucking crazy is oh. I have. To go and get your hair cut, you can go to like a barbershop type place. Yeah. But I was going for some place for a long time, but the the weight was getting out of control. Then I tried another place. They just don't give a shit. Like customer service blows for a lot of places. Here comes the baby again. Here comes the pupper. Customer service just is total garbage. So I was like, fuck it. You know what? Let me just try JCPenney's because I love getting some of my t-shirts there anyways. And they have a salon. Right. So I'm like, let me give it a whirl. And it turns out to be one of the best things ever. And then COVID hit and all that shit shut down. But I'm like, you know what? I'm supporting her. I'm support. I'm supporting her to make money. So right. I'm like, I'm cool with that. I'm like, and plus, I'm getting my hair cut. It's no big deal. Yeah. And they're frequenting it, and that's fine. But it, but as far as like other places, I don't go out much. You don't right. see me at the bars raving it up. Uh, I'm not at a lot of places. I'm rarely frequent. I, the place you'll find me the most is like Hannaford's, and I'm in and out. Yeah. Plus, I, I isolate a lot. I do all of my stuff from home unless I'm on location. So I, the only thing I'm in close contact with is the dog that's in close contact with you right now. <laughs> Chase, get over here. Get over here. Get, get over here. You're, I'm going to make you part of the podcast when I put my foot in your ass. Come here. Come here. <laughs> He's like, that sounds here. like fun. <laughs> I know. It's the best. It's almost like having a mascot that's almost as smart as I am. <laughs> I have, if, For those of you who don't know, well, there's, there's two things. There's a, a Bilber... Bilber has a bit from uh, 2009's or 2011's Let It Go. Bilber? Bilber. You know comedian Bilber. Oh, my God. You don't know who Bilber is? Oh, Bilber. Yeah, Burr. Bill Burr. Not, Burr. Bill Burr. not Bill, William Barr. Not Bilber Rolverama. Not like William Barr. No. Uh, Bilber. No. Bilber. It's about Bill Burr's it's a, funny it's guy. a bit called uh, Hellhound. He's, a, he's like the kind of angry comedian. 
Well, kind, he kind definitely of, comes kind of, off aggressive. Right, right. Yeah, uh, he's But he funny. has one. Of, it's called Hellhound, and it's about his. He was thinking about getting a dog, and his wife or his fiance at the time, no, his girlfriend at the time, gets him a, a pit bull, and he, you know, he, obviously he was concerned about the whole stigma behind pit bulls and things like that. And this one was rescued from the L.A. River. Yeah. This guy was rescued from, or well, picked up from. A kill shelter in Alabama or really? Arkansas, one of the two. So he's going to be turned into charcoal dust in like a week and a half. Wow. And he was he was brought up around six months. They cleared him. They uh, euthanized him. They vaccinated <laughs> him. Vaccinated. And then he came up here. I thought you were going to say the other one there. Uh, yeah, I know. Vas- vas- what's that called? Vasodilation. I don't know. That's when no. your va- veins expand. Um, but then he came up here and... No, when they make you uh, sterile with it. Oh. Vasectomy. Oh, that's vasectomy. They don't call that for a doggy, though. I they should can... get one of those. Uh, <laughs> I pull up hands on point. Um, I, I should get one of those. It's like you walk in the doctor's office. Hi, do you guys have any of those uh, vasectomies? <laughs> it's like that black guy in the meme with the white stuff. You guys get any more of those vasectomies? I wonder if you could just <laughs> walk in like fucking Mick from... Uh, from uh, what do you from Rocky? Just walk and pull your pants down to the urgent care. You gotta cut me, Mick. You cut gotta, me. Cut me. Cut me. <laughs> you can't win, Rock. If I go out of here and I'm still, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, um, yeah, that would be. I, I probably, I would, if you are, and if you are a male under the age of thirty, I actually recommend for the good of humanity that you go and get snipped. Or something like that. Or, right. you know, maybe they should teach. If they still Do they still teach sex ed in, in, in elementary school? I mean, that'd be a great idea. Oh, pro- I mean, they probably started in elementary school. This is now. this, this is that. This is something called the pullout game. Yeah. Can you say pullout <laughs> game, kids? Man, you get phone calls from the parents that night. So so this guy got saved. He's got, he got like the whitest six... teeth for a dog. Oh, well, I know. He's got he's he was saved. You brush his teeth or something? No. He's got no. some very white teeth for well, a dog. Well, we give him those greenies and uh we bathe him. Plus plus he's like I mean, young. He's a, he's like, a shatter. He is a year. He's two now. Oh, he's two? That's it. He's a fucking baby. You're a baby. He is an absolute baby. Yeah, he's talking about you. Yes. He's and like, he, I'll, look, I'll curl up here. And he will curl up, and then he falls asleep. You going to fall asleep? He does. He's, All right. You going to fall asleep? Yeah, he's the best. I mean, he's... Don't be trying to His problem is, is he's like, he, on, on as far as, like, clinger level, as far as girlfriends go, he's high up there. Yeah. He's definitely high up there. Uh, luckily for you, I do have a, a excellent dog brush that takes care of all fur. Oh. So. Um, but, yeah, he's... I mean, look, okay. yeah. Okay, okay. Chase, come here. Come here. Come here. <laughs> come. Come. Hey. You get over here. You get over here. This podcast is part of my regular life, so I will air it on this podcast. I do not care. <laughs> you will come over here and you will sit. You will sit. Um, anyways, so what did I... Oh, there was an article here. Let's see. How does portfolio look? Uh, that's fine. Fucking Tesla. Anyways, <laughs> so Tesla. there was a quick... Art. I wanted to keep it uh, sort of light this week because, well... It's not that great out there right now. Well, except for the next article, but it's crazy out there. Yeah, it's crazy out there, folks. Thankfully, in our state, we have a halfway decent governor. Uh, our towns are relatively small. We don't have an international airport, um, and in the New England area, actually, not bad. We've like, had bad. out of one point three million people, we have four hundred deaths, and I think they're all over sixty. And in, in right, 
nursing home. So it's it's you know, it's it's not like it's some disease that's all spreading through the public. Right. It's like a good way to put it is if you whatever if you're in California or if you're in New York or if you're in Florida. Your environment is very different. Your living conditions are very different. Right. Don't judge what we do in our state, and we won't judge what you do in your state. This is not a huge metropolitan area. As quickly as we can get into a, an area with over 100,000 people in it, as quickly as we can get out. Within five minutes, we are back in rural areas. Yep. Okay. And in our state- Well, we- not only that, we're the healthiest state in the country. Oddly enough, and we have long winters here. Yep. We have a lot of people who are based in healthcare. This state is huge when it comes oh, to healthcare. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people are already under uh, intense scrutiny physically as is. And then a lot of us got uh, a lot of the healthcare industry got sent home. A yep. lot of industries got sent home. So for us, the turnaround was much quicker. And we've both met Chris, and he seems like a decent guy. And he kind of just, he's not too fast, not too slow, and he's not too oppressive. He's just like, we're just going to play it by day. And he's been slowly doing this. Thing oh, he's where, he's been under the gun from day one. And there's people that are yeah, and being I, really rough on him. And, you know, I think he's been fine. I think he's doing he's a great fine. job considering gonna, the circumstances. Considering yeah. the circumstances when we didn't have a lot of information, I was a little worried to begin with. And then once I got more information on top of the misinformation, I kind of put it all together and was like, all right, I get it. And I saw a timeline that works for this that works for this state. And I'm not I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned because I have enough information to go on where if something were to happen, I know who I can call, I know what I can do, and I know what measures I can take. Not that I'm already I'm already doing a ton to begin with. And I'm also not lashing well, I do lash out, but for different <laughs> reasons. Uh, if people come to me to lash out to me, it's or to complain, I don't um, I'm I'm able considering right now with uh, how tense the situations are depending upon where you live or what you're doing. Um you're I'm able to at least pull back and restrain myself and just kind of be like look, let's just get out of this situation and move on with our day. Right. Uh because right now we need to, we need a lot of level-headed people to just be like, look, I believe in America, I believe in capitalism, I believe on making money any way shape or form and I believe that sometimes you got to put on that fucking apron to get the job done. Yeah. Okay. People, yeah, I get it. Unemployment's really high. A lot of people are furloughed. They're losing their jobs. Guess what? A lot of places are hiring, though. Oh, yeah. A lot of places are hiring. Huge. And I get it. This We could all be taking 75%. I've lost money from positive sarcasm. I lost out on all the fucking weddings. Every single wedding. I'm talking thousands of dollars I've lost out on. Oh, yeah. Due to COVID, too, other companies have not been able to pay me because their businesses had to shut down. So they were not able to write me checks. All that money is suspended or canceled altogether. So I've lost money there. Did I file for anything? No, I didn't have to. And I've right. said it before on the podcast. If we didn't get the stimulus check, I would be fine. We didn't. I don't need that. Uh, if you're investing in the stock market, don't invest anything that you're not prepared to lose. I'm in it for the long term. I like my spots. I like my positions. Anything I've mentioned or talked about, I have I have not bailed on at all. Well, except for one company, but I only had five shares, so fuck it. Everything else, I'm still in it to win it. And the only thing I'm considering pulling this month is going to make me a 25% uh, profit. Great. My goal and your goal, and we're all goal, because Johnny Monotone and I are fiscally all set. We don't really have anything to worry about, okay? 
at all. He's got a place. I got a place. We both got nice cars. We both got good living situations. We put ourselves in a position where we don't have too much to worry about. My goal when I sp- first spoke to you in January this year is a clip of it. Do as little as we can to fuck this year up and things are going to be great. Right. And so far in quarter three, that's exactly how it's looking. A fucking pandemic couldn't stop it. Nope. Massive unemployment couldn't stop it. Joe Biden couldn't stop it. Easy <laughs> <laughs> in the politics. We're not going there. We can talk about Chris because we've met him. We know him. He doesn't seem like a bad guy. He could use a little muscle. He could use a little chest muscle, but that's okay. But but he knows where he, he is. His, he, gets his, he gets his state. He gets his state. He gets it. Um, we put ourselves in a situation where it's not that we're chasing the dollar. We're trying not to worry about it. We're right. going to be in a position to never have to worry about money again. We're just doing what we need to do to get through the day. We're not making too many waves. Uh, I put myself in a situation where if this cancel culture, which I don't, I think will eventually die down, hopefully. Oh, I got, I got, a, I got a segue for that in a minute. Right, that is a situation where I'm willing to take the risk because I just want to, I want to have this podcast. I want to have this situation where I can. People don't get in order to create, you got to break a few fucking eggs and you really have to put yourself in a situation where you're exploring all the thoughts that go through your brain. And a lot of those thoughts, if you don't, if you read, if you read something I said or is, or somebody tells you something that I did, it's being misinterpreted. And also as a podcaster, the one thing I learned is don't bring your podcast uh, out into the open unless you're really digging for information. All I do is try to dig for information. And sometimes my shovel hits a fucking power line or a gas line. (laughs) But I'm trying to find information and seek the truth any way, shape, or form that I can. I don't care about hurting feelings at this point. I need to find out information in any way possible to better better myself physically, financially, spiritually. I don't give a shit. I'll take fucking mushrooms on this podcast if I have to. (laughs) I don't. All right. So so let's let's talk about that for a second. Okay. How do you want to how do you want to segue this? Segue. Okay. Mushrooms. You haven't done this in a while, so you're rusty. So I'll let you I'll let you uh, Coca Cola that bumper. Go ahead. All right. So we're talking uh, mushrooms. How about peyote? How about just natural human beings that get into natural things like that? What do you mean? What would that What would that bring up? What kind of thought process would that bring up? People, a culture that might have gotten into the natural way of living. What do you mean, like fucking vegans or whatever? Not long before that. I'm talking about hippies, indigenous people. Oh, you mean like American? Na- oh, you're talking about those the uh, the statue thing that we're working on? Yeah. So so there's. Are you? Or are you going in the, the 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 foundation that you're working on, or are you talking about the statue situation? Well, statues in general. Well, the, yes, statues in general, but there's a specific statue. The first statue for an American woman built in the United States of America. Yeah. Any idea who it is or where it is or anything like that? No, I really don't pay attention to statues. Drove right by it this morning. It's in Pennacook, New Hampshire. Mm. It was vandalized recently. Somebody threw red paint on it. It's Hannah Dustin. So Hannah Dustin... In 1600s, I don't know the exact date, late 1600s, she was kidnapped. And there's different versions of the story. We're going back several well, hundred years here. Tell us here. what you know or what you, from what you've understood. From what I understand. Tell us about, give us the facts on the statue, yep. why it was put there, and what happened to it recently. Very good question. So. I've been doing this for a couple of years now. <laughs> <laughs> so. So Hannah Dustin was um, kidnapped among w- with some other people by, quote-unquote, Native Americans. 
and supposedly, allegedly, they killed her baby, mm-hmm. and um, other people might have been killed, and they were kidnapped from Haverhill, Mass, and brought somewhere into New Hampshire, possibly Pennacook, New Hampshire, and based on other history, it could have been f- much further. It could have been as far as Vermont or Maine, even. Mm-hmm. But the the popular story is that it, in this place in what's now Pennacook or Bosco, New Hampshire, um, her and a couple other people that were captured, captured, um, killed and scalped ten of these people. It was, I believe, it was four adults and six children, something like that. And um, and they they literally it was a it was a thing that the French started scalping. It wasn't an Indian thing. It was a French thing to scalp people. And it was it was like to get their um, what do you call that their reward for for doing this, you know. And so this was like in the late 1600s. This happened, and there's different versions, like I said. So it wasn't until the late 1800s, just what 11 years or so after the Emancipation Pro- Proclamation, that the local people in the Pentecook area they decided to raise the statue allegedly to raise up women's rights long before women had the right to vote. But the belief among some people in in scholars, including indigenous people and scholars that I've talked to, um, they say that what about this idea is that maybe what they were really doing by, it was like a nationalism. It was like saying, you know, the, the Europeans or the white people that came here, this is now our country, and we're just showing that these people that were here before, they were just savages, and they killed this woman's baby, and so she was just like, it was like self-defense. So they raised this statue like in her honor, but when you look back on the history, is that really the whole story of what happened? See? So the reason it's been vandalized is because there's this other side to the story, it's been vandalized, and I'm guessing, or or maybe it's just teenagers that are out there, or could be older people, but people that just don't know any better, and they think, oh, look, let's vandalize this 30-foot-tall statue and throw red paint at it. But this happened for decades. All this right, isn't a so new thing. Who, you know? All right, so the statue is of a woman who is, who, her, did she have a tragic end? No, she actually, um, she, the baby they killed was like her 11th child, I believe. Okay, so she um, came here. She was, she was supposed, from historical record, kidnapped. From Haverhill, Mass. Experienced serious trauma. Yep. And then in the early, and then in the early 20th century, early, early 20th century, they raised a statue in her honor. For, Eight, for whatever reason. Like 1896, I okay. think it was. For whatever reason. Yep. Okay. For whatever reason. And then as of recent... Just recently, you're saying the statue, along with all the others, a lot of other statues, there was an attempt or a successful vandalization. It was, yeah, and and this has happened for decades, apparently, according to people that are local to the area that, that, that grew up, up there. This, oh, that have gone after this statue. Yeah, every so every so many years, somebody throws paint at it or something like that. At one time, the nose was broken off. And keep in mind, statue's thirty feet tall, mm-hmm. so. Um, as far as I can't really, as far as statues go, or as far as anything goes, whether it be a statue, a home, yeah. a business, a memorial, 
I don't care what it is. Those who don't create have no right to destroy. Right. Okay. Those who aren't creative have no right to vandalize. I don't care what it is. It's one of those things where if all you do is criticize and all you do is destroy, it's a sociopathic behavior that shouldn't be tolerated. I don't like the fact that people, and generally it's done by young people. Young people who have had everything done for them, uh, who have either have helicopter parents or worse, bulldozer parents. And, and or they've still had it, they, their parents, single parents, um, because generally if you don't, I, I noticed that kids who don't have dads, if they don't have moms, they're fucked. But I noticed that they don't have dads, their aggression is unchecked. Generally. Yeah. Yep. Okay, that's a big thing. That's a big thing. I learned that how to check your aggression when you stand up to your father because your father can be very – when you have an aggressive dad or a disciplined dad, you have stages of aggression. And you learn each time you step on one of those stages, there's consequences. You understand what fear is. You understand what respect is. You understand – especially in my situation, you understand what pain is. You understand those boundaries. You respect them and you know how to go beyond them if the situation calls for it. Though people who don't have that type of discipline, don't have that type of rate, they're not raised that way, right. or shit education on top of that, they have no fucking respect. They don't understand how, what it's like to go beyond your own limitations and create something. And people who have nothing, they do nothing but complain or go online and all they do is talk shit in 140 characters or less. All they know is d- to do is destroy. I go by a statue. Now, I go by a statue. <laughs> I don't... Too, yeah. Uh, well, I don't have Twitter. Um, the, I see You mentioned that. I you you know where the statue is. I don't. I go right. by it all the time. Yeah. You know what? I oh, you've driven by it many I don't, times. I don't see it. I don't get triggered by it. Right. I don't call. I don't cause issue to it. I don't call attention to it, and I don't vandalize it. Right. Why? Because I have better shit to do with my time. Yeah. I okay. I was. I thought I was depressed. Turns out I was just not getting enough fucking sleep. <laughs> I feel so much better today. I yeah. was like, great, Johnny Monotone's here, stocks are up, Doggo's healthy, I'm losing weight, I'm under 180 pounds now, I got fucking abs, and uh, everything's going fine. Turns out I just needed sleep. People just need to take care of themselves a little bit better. Right. Who the fuck are you if you think that throwing a window through somebody else's business, defacing a statue, you don't understand how much pro- how much time and effort it takes to put up a piece of property. You understand, you see a green lawn and your dog pisses on it, how long, how much effort it actually takes to make that fucking lawn green? Oh, yeah. How much what? That doesn't just, oh, it rains, and the next thing you know, the lawn's green. No. Somebody had to go pay money to go have, to buy shit at the store, put it in the soil at night or in the morning, water that fucking lawn, mow that fucking lawn, and then take all the trimmings and get it off that fucking lawn. That takes an effort. That says, I take pride in my piece of property that yep. I pay for with my taxes and I pay for out of the job that I work, the side hustles that I do, and the it compromises I make in life to take this piece of property that I pay shitloads in taxes for or that I pay rent for. And it shows who you are. Right. You can pour thousands of dollars into a community, though, millions of dollars into a community, but if the people that live in that community are going to treat it like shit, that green's going to turn to fucking brown really quickly. The grass those, is greener where it's watered. Yeah, the, the grass is always greener on the other side. They say that, but where it's it maintained and bullshit. Where it's maintained. The thing is, is the people in that community need to respect it. They need to respect that community. If you see a statue that you don't like, whoop do fucking do? You right. can aim to change it. You can talk about it. You can talk about its history. But I, I, that's another thing is 
there are I get there are a lot of statues out there or a lot of memorials that have controversial backing to them. Yep. Fine. Yep. Discuss that on your own time. Sure. But I want to hear discussion from people who have actually done something or have had any life experience whatsoever. Yep. Any. All right. It's taken me. I'm almost on seven years of this entire website. I took this website from a company that no longer exists. I started it with a company that had millions of dollars in funding, had a, uh, a, a movie, an actor, a movie actor as one of its speaking people, whatever, spokesperson. spokesperson. They paid money for that. And I saw the writing on the wall. I saw it collapsing. Did I quit on all my writing? No, I took it and I funded my own site with my own money. I had nothing. I went through homeless and everything. When we first met, I had no fuck. Well, I had a little bit of credit, but I had no fucking real credit. I had no money. We built a relationship on top of that. We built a friendship on top of that. We built business and nonprofit opportunities on top of that that I still value to this day that I still have uh, close relationships with. I had that. Why? Because I was patient. I never got fucking triggered. I never really got upset at anybody else other than myself when the products I was trying to put out, I didn't do right. Did I go around pissing on other people's property, pissing on other people's lawns, knocking down fucking statues? You want to protest, go right ahead. Protest all the fuck you want. But it doesn't do you any good to take a, a neighborhood as quiet as Pennacook or a city as once unbelievable for the fact that and, it didn't even exist, like New York City, and tearing it to fucking pieces. And the indigenous people that I know that are a little bit older than me, they don't want to take it down. They don't want this statue to come down. They want to add to it, add the indigenous history to it. You or wanna... as some people say, Native American history, but they want to add that history to it. And then, of course, I want to go the next they step. Wanna... In... The word you're looking for is context. There's what we That's need exactly to... what they said. Yep. The word you want to exactly. add to everything right now is context. Because context. everything's being taken out of context. Uh, every, all the information is being led by misinformation. We're just we're That's making crazy. a shit we're ma- making a shit cake and we're trying to feed it to people. Right. And I think right now anything you can do, it's not like we're putting up. Uh, I I get like if you're gonna put up a, a a statue of like General Custer, right? Custer was an asshole. I get that, but guess what? Look, let's let's deal in fucking reality. You don't have much time left. All right, uh, Remdesivir. No, is it Remdesivir or Reservatol? One of the two. You're not gonna live to a hundred years. All right, with the way you live your life. You're fucking pale because all you do is spend time on fucking Instagram and Twitter and Reddit yelling at people. You're not doing anything for your community if you're not building anything. Right. All right. There are so many ways to be social, socially justified, like be in social justice. There's nonprofit organizations. There is rehab centers. There's you can work with mentally ill people. You can do so many things. For free, as far as a, being a social servant to the community, oh, but yeah. going out and just doing what you're doing, wasting. We have so little fucking time. Elon Musk didn't even bother to build a new house for him and, and his lovely girlfriend Grimes and his newborn baby XY to the Z of the fourth power. But the idea that he said, I wanted to spend all my time trying to get us to Mars, and I'm not sure I'm going to be alive to see that, but he's still funding it. Yep. He's doing all this Starlink. He's put up this whole Starlink system for cable, uh, for new cable internet to rural areas, places that don't have fucking high-speed internet. He's going to use all that money. His business plan is to use all that money so he can get us colonized on the moon and get us colonized to Mars. He's trying to do good things with all the time that he has available. Yep. I'm trying to do – and I'm not Elon Musk. I'm not fucking Joe Rogan. I'm not any of these comedians that had their – all these comics and people that uh, sell out theaters. I remember this is, this is girl – 
who her name her Instagram name was One Hungry Jew. Her actual name is Raina Greenberg. She's a, she was on Instagram. All she did was post photos. She went into restaurants and did photo pics in New York City. She turned that into the Girls Gotta Eat podcast with her friend Skinny Pig NYC. Then they took she went from being One Hungry Jew on Instagram, just taking pictures of food all around New York City, and she turned that into sponsorship deals. Then she turned that podcast into an are- a theater act where she had comics like Nikki fucking Glazer and I and other huge, huge theater comics being guests on this podcast. It, when you sell out the Wilbur Theater in Boston, that's a big deal. That's yeah. an eight, nine hundred seat, beautiful theater in the in the theater district. And when you're just a regular you're a fucking Instagram influencer who all they do, you go from this to that. And you're making a difference. You're building something out of nothing. I think we talked about that a fucking three, four million times. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have much better things to be doing with your time. And if you want to enact social change, you need to start from the root of the problem. You can't tear it all down. Right. Because then you create a vacuum effect. And what takes its place is something you're not going to fucking like. Right. I understand. You're going to tear down a statue. You accompl- you've accomplished nothing. I am, And I'm going to say something right now I've never talked about on this fucking podcast. I understand what police corruption is. I know all about it. When I went to high school, my dad was a riot cop in New York City. He was a riot cop in New York City, to, uh, to a drug enforcement, riot cops. He saw the shit that you're seeing now way worse. The movie The Warriors was based on New York City when my dad was a cop in it. It's called Fear City. Don't go out after this time or you'll die. That's Fear City. That was called New York City. He was a cop in New York City. He blew out his back when a traffic stop. Uh, he had to. It was a big. It was a bad incident. He and then whatever. He retired there. Came back as a police officer here in the state of New Hampshire. From there, as a police lieutenant, he witnessed corruption within the county attorney's office. Went after them. He went and he understood that that corruption within the county attorney's office stemmed into his own department, having to do with the police chief. This is actual facts. This is on fucking file. Okay, and that because he found that corruption, they went after him. You want to talk about white fucking privilege or police corruption? My dad was a police lieutenant and was thrown in jail twice, tried three times in front of in front of a judge because he identified police corruption within the county, went and tried to make a deal out of it and instead was put on leave and was told to hand in his badge and gun. I know all about police police corruption. I know exactly how to fucking reform it, at least some parts of it. So I don't come from a privileged point of view. I don't understand what the fuck you're talking about. I know about mental illness. I know about special education. My mom was a special education teacher for like a decade. She, she's dealt with all kinds. She, and she also understands that a lot of it starts at the home. She starts with these low-income families that don't take care of themselves because the parents aren't there half the time. So I understand from all these angles... What the fucking problem is? And you want to go out there and instead of doing something positive with your life, you go and you get indoctrinated at these bullshit colleges and you go and tear down statues because you think every this is all part of the pig capitalist society. All we're trying to do is make money. And I can understand this. Understand this. There are winners and losers in every form of government. Mm-hmm. But any form of society, this is a cultural podcast, right. not, go- not political. In any culture... There is a Pareto principle. And any time that you say everybody's equal, you're now taking... Okay, Thomas Sowell, Larry Sharp, um, Michael Jordan, 
Barack Obama. Oprah. Candace Oprah Winfrey. Owens. We're just naming off all, all people that we've looked up to or kids, regardless of the uh, color of your skin. Martin Luther King Jr. People we've looked up to. Dreamers who have made their dreams come true. You put it in all a through entertainment, sports, sp- sp- sports, entertainment, celebrity, Morgan Freeman, you know, whatever. Uh, and of course, ph- philosophy, Clarence Thomas, you take yep. you put you put this in a culture where it's equity, equal outcome. Those people don't exist anymore. Those people don't exist anymore. And your dreams are gone because those people don't exist. You need you need an equity so that you can look up. At, you can look up at the stars, per se. And see and and find a create your own map, your own staircase to where you build your own life. It's it's an example. Like I want to be like him when I grow up. Can't have mountains without valleys. Right. So you have to dig. You have to dig in order to get to the top. You have to do that. You. I want you guys to be creative, even if it's just some stupid statue in the middle of Pentecost. That statue has history behind it. It's that statue has his history behind it. Somebody built that fucking statue. For a reason. That statue represents somebody who existed in time. For a reason. Can it be taken out of context? Yes, it can. Because yep. somebody built it with, uh, what do you call it? An agenda. Right. They still built it, though. They still built something where you have built nothing. Come talk to me when you've actually built something. Whether it's a career, a family, a business, whatever it is. Build something and then come make your argument. Right. Until then, leave the fucking statues alone. Leave the people alone. Leave we the people alone. Build something. Whatever it is. Create a concept. Create a podcast. You understand, nobody fucking pays me to do this. Nobody pays John and I to come to sit here and talk to each other. We talk to each other because we're just trying to figure shit out. And sometimes we're not here to really create or promote anything. We just want to hear talk shit because we haven't seen each other in fucking forever because we have shit to do. We come here to shake off the rust, make noises with our face, and maybe, just maybe, a tenth of this podcast solves a problem. Or maybe it doesn't. But it tell you one thing it does. It fills a slot for one of my weekly episodes so that I can get to the next one. Sometimes you just got to take a step. We're doing everything that – we're doing a lot. We're doing a lot to get through every fucking day. And we sometimes see things that we're really just curious about. And sometimes that curiosity leads to something bigger. But we're not tearing down anything. We're not going to tear down a goddamn thing because at the end of the day, we're just too fucking busy with our own problems. And the fact that well, you gotta, we know at the end of the day that tearing shit down doesn't solve anything and it only creates more problems for other people. So if you've got problems in your life or you see bad things in your community and maybe it has something to do with some type of systemic fix- issue where maybe police reform needs to be done. And believe me, it does. Standards and training is garbage for police because the communities are garbage. And if the communities would take care of themselves, they wouldn't need as many police. See? And you'd have better trained officers. Thank you. Moving on to that. The idea that if we're going to get mad and tear down and throw bricks through windows, you just threw a brick through somebody else's dreams. Yep. I would never do that. I would never want to... I could say, John, you run a fucking pro-life clinic. That's fucking bullshit. Well, guess what? Am am, Am I justified in throwing a window through that clinic or that... What? I don't care if it's fucking... Alcoholics Anonymous, and you're running a support group, but it's all based on Jesus. Whatever it takes to get those people on the wagon or off the wagon. That was a side joke. Off the wagon. Whatever it takes to get them their shit together, great. Whether it's through the power of uh, of fucking on the wagon. common sense 
or through the power of Jesus. I don't care. Whatever makes people be less of a fucking loser to themselves, their community, and their family. So just knock it the fuck off. Stop being fucking children. Move on with your day. But I think they're, I think they're sick. I think these kids are, are these people in general are sick. Right. And anybody else who's doing this right now, especially with fucking celebrities, and anybody who's anybody who's on like who has, has massive deals with like Nike, yeah. can go kiss my fucking ass. Um, but you're not solving anything. You're not. You're you're solving nothing. All you're doing is throwing a fucking temper tantrum with a brick. Right. And it's not solving anybody's problems. And no, no. And I'm looking right behind you. What do I see in the wall? No, I'm just thinking of Patrick Mahomes when I see the football sitting there. Well, $503 million. He got a $500 million deal for 10 years. I'm curious to see what's... That's the largest in sports history. Yeah, but I'm curious to see how this... At the end of the day, Mr. Monotone, just follow the fucking money. Just follow the money, see where it takes you, because that's the value of... We're only going to go so far in, quote, supporting social justice... Until the money, until our money, our dollars effective. Did you hear fucking of all people, Mark Zuckerberg? He has this whole Facebook. People are boycotting ads, you know, from Facebook. We're not going to put ads on Facebook because they're not going to do this for political oh, yeah. reasons. Yeah. And he says they'll be back. That fucking space alien who runs Facebook goes, they'll be back soon enough. Yeah. Follow the fucking money. Yeah. Just follow the money. See who has it and. It's like when you're driving on the highway Speaking and, there's a, tra- the and there's a tractor trailer. You know if you're right behind that tractor trailer, you're going to save some MPGs. Been scientifically proven on Mythbusters. So True. just follow the money and you're going to be uh, you're going to be better off. Stop breaking shit. Speaking hey, like of me and it's following the money. What? Did you see who they just arrested in Bradford, New Hampshire? Mm. Only about a... get to that. 40-minute drive can, from we, the, we the talk, statue we, we, we were just talk talking Epstein. about? We can talk Epstein in this oh. podcast. We, I don't go into the whole Clinton shit now because that's political, but no. we can talk Epstein. Epstein, Because yeah. let's face it, that is one of the biggest conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's, it's not a conspiracy. Bullshit. It's real. Somebody killed that motherfucker. And oh, yeah, my God. I was like, where's, I'm like, where's Bradford? Like, where is everybody? That's what everybody said. Where do you know, do you know where it is? I bet you everybody said, where's New Hampshire? Yo, is that is that part of Boston? Yeah, Brad. Where is Bradford? Okay, so you go up eighty nine from oh, Concord. Never mind, I'm already like, lost. Like twenty five minutes or so. Like what? Henniker? It's near Henniker. Oh, um, Lake Massasecum. Okay, it's it's right there. It's that's Bradford, but it's it's you know you get off the eighty nine and you're kind of in the woods, like way out in the woods. Like if you. If you zoomed in on this, well, like yeah, you did with that, fourteen-year-old, you're best to do it in the middle of nowhere, and nobody can see. You. Well, she was just hiding out there. But if you zoom in, like you did with that thing in Canaan, it's like that, where yep. it's like out in the middle of the woods. And she bought this through people that they, the people that sold the house to her it was all cash deal. Uh, didn't even know it was her that was buying it. Didn't even know it was her. Didn't even know it was her. So she's been she's been hanging out. In Bradford, in the middle of the woods for a year. Now, the FBI, I mean, that doesn't surprise me. They knew. I think they were watching her for the past year or whatever and trying to see, like, who shows up at her house, you know? Yeah. Does Hillary show up? Or- <laughs> so, now, I'm going to I'm gonna simplify this, and you correct me. I, I, I kept up to date on it with uh, the Philip Franco show. 
So apparently she was uh, a close association with Jeffrey Epstein. They dated she it dated, for, for she a while. Was gro- uh, from what I understand, she was grooming or she was associated with the grooming of underage girls. Correct. In which he was... And, and obviously that right there is all you need. And she was involved in the acts herself. I got she was a, personally involved. I got a message from a journalist asking me if I have uh, any information regarding the food inside the Department of Corrections for that county. Because I was there for, D- for, I was there for DOC, but I was only in the halfway house. I didn't right. have any access to the prison. Right, right. Across the street. But they were asking me because they wanted to know about the food. They wanted to ask me about conditions, food, anything like that. I'm get They were following the Jeffrey Epstein story, and they wanted to know about, was it Ghislaine or Ghislaine Maxwell? Ghislaine. Ghislaine Maxwell. Spelled Ghislaine, but, but it's Ghislaine. So they wanted to know about that. I'm like, what the? What are you thinking? So I don't. I. I it's, obviously, this is not some Manhattan jail. I'm assuming that if she's in one of our, if she's in one, she's of, actually in the jail that he went to, in Brooklyn. Where is she right now? Brooklyn MDC. Wait a minute. How did she, I thought she was in a New Hampshire correctional facility? No, no. They they transferred Brooklyn MDC, which is where this is a crazy thing. Wait, not, wasn't he? Wasn't Jeffrey Epstein killed in a Manhattan County, Manhattan? No, it was Brooklyn, MDC. And okay. you know who else was, was held there was um, was El Chapo. Yep. Uh, who, was, who was the Ponzi guy? Um, oh, Ber- Bernie Madoff. <laughs> I made off with their money. Yeah, not very far. <laughs> so she's yeah. there they, now. Yeah, big big people that were there in in he was the only one that was actually killed. But yeah, so far she has not stepped up on a chair with a silver plated revolver and shot herself. So she's alive. <laughs> she, she's alive. Oh yeah, yeah. She hasn't killed herself yet. Okay. <laughs> I haven't checked the news in ten minutes though. Uh, so yeah, stay up to date on that. <laughs> Let's one. take a look here. Um. Yeah, they. I was re- I reached out by a journalist asking me about the conditions within it. I'm like, I don't have any information on you, and I'm actually, if I, I'm actually not at liberty to disclose it due to the company that I was with. I'm not allowed to say. I wouldn't be at liberty to say anything uh, due to me severing those ties. I'm like, so I can't do that. Prince Andrew's involved in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was at. He was like, uh, didn't the Queen tell him to GTFO? Yep. <laughs> yeah. This is a. I mean, she has to talk, right? She has to talk, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she said she would talk. And To her lawyers or to, like... No, to the... there. There's people that were pretty close to her who say that they believe that she's actually going to spill the beans. And she has a secret stash of Jeffrey Epstein sex tapes. With her or with somebody else? Because, you know, if it was with her or Jeffrey Epstein, they would probably be up on, like, YouPorn or something. <laughs> it would it would get like that would go viral no i i think she's their secret i mean she's been hiding them supposedly yep i would i'm curious i want to know more about that because that's sh- that is a big deal it's all it's all over this so that is much. such a house of cards but such a house of cards still away still alive though still alive well yeah chicks don't kill themselves why would they um but she so she was in bradford they just probably just rolled right up to her house and issued her arrest warrant right you gotta love this snopes has a question is dr fauci married to Ghislaine maxwell's sister oh jesus 
Um, is he? Ever go on like Google and you ask Google a question and then there's like all those extra questions on the bottom and it's, you start to like. Oh, it's false. Okay. Well, what? 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 How would you expect that to be true? You know, people, you know, people like fucking Eddie Bravo would be like putting the dots. Well, this guy's married to this chick and that. It's like, no, it doesn't work like that. You got to cut that shit out. It's like, focus on the facts. We, we have. The Epstein thing was so blatantly obvious. There's no fucking way that dude killed himself. None. Oh, the cameras are all of a sudden not working? We we had something. You, you think about all this technology and everything today. We had something that was just as reliable 40 years ago when I was a little kid. Did Epstein kill himself? Oh, the eight ball. <laughs> God. All signs point to no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check back later. Check back later. Um, Answer is blurry. <laughs> so, that's, so, that's, so she's out of the state. Uh yeah, she's in New York. Yep. So she's really in New York. Yeah, I want. I have to follow that and see what's going on with that. So Delta Force is watching her. Delta. <laughs> they got um, Paul. Paul Blart is the uh, prison well, guard. Those two chicks that were it, apparently it was two security guards and they were fired or suspended. Yeah, and the cameras weren't working. I mean, come it's, on, it's so it's come so on. fucking silly. It's basically a. It's it's now like a verb. Yeah. To be like Epstein. Right. Right. Yeah, you've been Epstein. Yeah. Oh, he killed himself. No, 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 no. That means you've been knocked off. You're right. A person of huge huge importance has been knocked off. We don't even know who exactly he was. It's a whole conspiracy theory within a conspiracy theory surrounded by another conspiracy theory that we know is bullshit. Like, I do. I truly think, I truly believe that that dude was capped. Oh, yeah. I truly think it. I he truly, was strangled to death in that jail. Yeah, he was so. fucking strangled. And it's yeah. just, there's too many coincidences at this point where it's like, how the fuck can you have such a high profile figure be in a, in a Manhattan or excuse me, New York City jail cell right under suicide watch with and cameras he's and he's dead and he's dead. Yeah. OK. He was the most how do you explain high that profile, you know, yeah, defendant or whatever. Yeah, he was huge suspect. Suspect like, and defendant, I guess. Now, if Harvey Weinstein kills himself, all right. Well, I don't care. Well, like who cares? I mean, if so, you know, if some vato fucking slices his throat, we don't care. No. All right. He he's not spilling any beans or anything like that. Well, it's like El Chapo. Well, El Chapo is he's a you know he's a cartel member. He's gone now. Where is he? Well, what I mean is he's he's not run the uh, the cartel. The vacuum was filled the second he was gone. I well, mean, somebody else took shocking. over. Shocking. 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 <laughs> you know how much money they could be making on co- on coffee beans right now? You kidding me? <laughs> Just fucking go legit. That's what the Italian mob did. They fucking yeah. moved to Vegas and went legit. Right. That's all they did. Buy property. So she's in New York right now. We're good Dubai. I so mean, they're going to beat the know. shit out of her for data. They want fucking data. Yeah. They want terabytes of data. So I'm going to have to watch closely on that. Somebody was saying that she was on a ventilator. I'm like, no, <laughs> no. Maybe on a feeding tube. Maybe maybe they brought in some experts from Gitmo and they said, get some information from this lady. <laughs> they, Oh, they're, yeah, they're watching the shit out of that's, her. That's like the modern day we have ways to make you talk. <laughs> they're not letting anybody in that, in she, that place. She, she's in a room where there's a bright light and water dripping off the ceiling. Oh my, yeah. It's like, <laughs> um, what else do you know? I think that uh, I don't know. I'm curious. I have my thoughts on it. I believe that somebody fucking offed. It's like that movie with uh, Ben Stiller, and the, and the cop goes in the room. He was like, "I'm 
getting really angry here. <laughs> Which Ben Stiller movie was that? It's where somebody had killed a, um, a hitchhiker, but it wasn't him. He he picked up the hitchhiker who had killed the other hitchhiker that was in a bag. Is it just me or do Ben Stiller movies make me uncomfortable? Like every every yeah. every hilarity, every funny moment or supposedly funny moment in his movies make me uncomfortable. Like so, everything is like is like ooh, uh, like uh, it's awkward. Yeah, meet the parents. Zoolander. Well, Zoolander was like quirky comedy. That's like, yeah. fun. Like them yeah. playing with the the gas hoses. Right, That's right. funny shit. Yeah, yeah. But like anything like meet the parents, meet the Fockers, it's all like uncomfortable moments. Or like uh, or something, heart, about Mary, something about Mary with the cum in his hair. Uh, zips himself up in the bathroom. Heartbreak kid. It's all uncomfortable moments. Yeah. And I just, I'm like, I, I, I want to cringe. I'd rather watch like murder porn. It's like fucking, it's just it's <laughs> and, uncomfortable. And, and yeah, his his dad was like. His dad was the best. He was great. He was his in, dad was fucking hilarious. He, he kind of capped his career with Seinfeld, right? Bent? Oh, uh, was uh, Jerry. Jerry Stiller. Jerry Stiller. Jerry Stiller. He was funny, though. He just had a demeanor. It was kind of the capping of his career, wasn't it, Seinfeld? Yeah. He didn't do a whole lot after that. He didn't need to. No. He proved his point. He was just... It's yeah. Just one of, it's like, bam, that's, that's Jerry Stiller. Well, it's like Kramer. He didn't do anything after. Well, he... he Michael, well, he, whatever he, his uh, name he was. He tried his hand in comic, comedy for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work out too well. No. Yeah. You, um, he you, get, you can't be sliding in the door and swinging the door open. Hey, yeah. uh, hey N-word. Um, no, it doesn't work like that. Sorry, Michael. Th- no, Actually, you, he was on an episode of the first season of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Michael Richards was on with uh, with yeah. Jerry, and it was a great episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great episode. He, he was like the next generation. Remember, remember there was a show where people would be talking. It was these two girls. That was the name of the show about these two girls. And the people would be talking about something like, What's that smell? Did you guys forget to take out the garbage? And all of a sudden, these two guys, the neighbors, would walk in. Hello? You it was Laverne and Shirley. You uh, know, that was uh, Squiggy and Lenny. They come in. Hello? I, w- I wish they would, like, air shit like that. That's, that was that was Kramer, though. He swings the door. It was very Hello. It was kind of like, like the old shtick. Yeah, it yeah. Was old shtick, but yeah. it, it it worked. It was the new. idea that you could take like that, you could take something like that, and you can update it. Right. You take that foundation of comedy. Yeah. And you, because that was something out of nothing. It was right. Just, it was just basically four Jews living in Brooklyn. Right. Um. Or no, east upper upper east side Manhattan. Yeah. And you. Turn, and the funny take, thing is, you take it, that and you turn it into, you turn it into curb your enthusiasm. Right. Yeah. You can. You can. Don't knock down that old shit because you can use that as a foundation to build something much better. Like, for example, you had Cheers, which spun off into Frasier. Yeah. Frasier was massive. Frasier was a massively successful right. show. I mean, and I don't know about the... And you think about it, that employed a lot of people. And it was a true there, There's, a there's true um. Granted, it's, it hasn't spun off into anything bigger today. There's exceptions to this rule, though. Oh, name it. Friends. Friends is garbage. Yeah, but didn't they try to do a spinoff? I hope not. It was even worse, whatever it was. Friends was a fucking terrible show. Oh, it was terrible. Like, don't get me wrong, I liked the people. Yeah. But uh... it was so unbelievable at that point. And I've already had this rant about it where fucking they were they had this loft in midtown in midtown Manhattan, this giant ass loft. Um and then Jerry who is Sex this... in the City. That's what they they tried to spin off from Friends, sort of. Well, Sex and the City was Except it was all Sex girls. And the City was actually very successful because they were able to they what they did was they took a show that was PG and they put it on an 
a you know all adult channel like HBO. Right. They did that. They said, okay, all the stuff that you couldn't air on TV, you now get to see in the new version of Friends, which is Sex in the City. Right, right, Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And they did yeah. that, and they were able to capitalize on it and make it a movie. Whereas yeah. Friends, you couldn't make a movie because it wasn't really that funny. No. Whereas Seinfeld, you could do that with Curb. Like, you could make a movie with Curb. You could. Yeah. Sopranos, they're making a movie about that. Like, yep. Sopranos, you had, what was support? Like, there's got to be a TV version of The Sopranos, wasn't there? Yeah. So you take that, I think so yeah, some or something to that effect, yeah. But there's a there's well, first of all, that's mob crime shit. So you there there's a whole foundation of what works and what doesn't. We we you know we've come to realize that mob movies still work if done right. Oh, I got another one. Or for if done you. well, but unless you put Travolta in there, then I got another one for you. What? One of the big big shows of eighties or nineties, Roseanne. And then they took her out of the show, and then they renamed it the last name of the family. They should have put the Connors. Her, well, it's because she was on neck. She was on some fucking medications, and she said some shit like, on Twitter. It's like it's not Roseanne anymore. Just why didn't they take Roseanne and it? put it on like HBO or something or yeah, Hulu? And right. just, that's what they should have done. Was they should have expanded it to something bigger. I think Roseanne would have been something insane if instead of being Roseanne on like ABC, it was Roseanne on like Netflix. Yeah, and what what, what it was it? Huge. She said like one thing, kind of like that Paula Dean. She said something. Out yeah, of, she said that she looked like a fucking gorilla or something like that. Something stupid. Well, Roseanne is she on a lot of medication stupid. and she drinks. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, but I'm just saying that's obviously they can't. They came with the hatchet pretty hard, and that was the end of that. It sucks too, because she was a she was an incredible comic too. Right. But like I said, it does some that shit don't translate to TV. It was just one of those casualties of the culture war. Yeah, yeah. We're at like fifty-five minutes. You want to do a Q and A, and then we'll close up shop. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Um, ooh, let's just go right off the top. Actually, let's see. Okay, there's that one. There's that one. No, I don't. I don't even understand that one. Exciting career program. Dissuade my husband from da 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 da. Is there anything that just stuck in the middle of a relative? Ex- okay, we'll just go with the first one. All right, here we go. Let's close up shot. Chase, don't you dare. What should I do? <laughs> what should I do after my neighbor set up a camera pointed in my windows to catch social distancing violations? I need advice on how to handle a neighbor situation. The elderly lady across the street who has always been a little crotchety has now utterly lost it. She prowls the neighborhood looking for COVID violations. Two neighbors talking from opposite sides of the street get 10 minutes of screaming profanities because, in her mind, social distancing means not socializing at all. Is her name Karen? (laughs) She's a Karen. Yeah, I I love that name, Karen. I know one... I think I know one Karen. She's hot. Um... (laughs) <laughs> she has called the police on another neighbor so many times that she's forbidden to do it again. The reason? There were three cars parked in his driveway. He has his daughter's family staying with him, which he considers a party. Which she considers a party. My parents came up over my father's birthday, and she called the police on us, reporting an unsafe large gathering spreading the virus. She's also called the police on lone joggers without a mask and gloves, even though she herself doesn't wear them. She has now set up a vid- I already have a response to this, by the way. She uh, she now has called the police on lone joggers without a mask and gloves, even though she herself doesn't wear them. She has now set up video cameras conspicuously around her lawn, one of which is pointing directly at our house. She has commented that she can she can see in our windows and has berated us for not wearing masks and gloves in our own home. 
My husband has suggested that we start mooning out the window. No, don't do that. I would prefer a solution that doesn't involve her having photos of our naked backsides. I would agree. I also don't want to be forced into how to keep the curtains closed. How can we reason with the unreasonable? Well, you know you can't. No. So you have to go with law. And uh, number two, as of how I feel, uh, as a Jew and, and a person who understands Orwellian perspective, I don't like being tattled on. I don't want to have to be the Anne Frank hiding in the fucking attic because I'm afraid somebody's going to say something right. about his <clears throat> whereabouts or my activities. That stuff scares the shit out of me. I don't like that. That's one thing that does frighten me is when your neighbors it's rat like the, on you. It's like this is the new black armband, right? But yeah, I mean, that that's a thing that's been so highly politicized that, uh, and I understand it. There are people that, there are people that need it for autoimmune reasons or whatever, but that's a whole other thing. Right. Her being your neighbor, she should be respectful of your privacy and everything else you're doing. The idea that you're turning the whole neighborhood against you, they'll come for you and oh, they yeah. won't apologize for their actions. The idea that she has, if she has cameras aimed at you, you need to mirror those cameras. You need to mirror those cameras so that they reflect everything that she sees. Right. Um, anything that's pointed inside your own home is a massive invasion of privacy and the police, and yes, that. There should be legal ramifications for that, right? So yeah, I would absolutely exercise any uh, any caution. And if it is a it if if she has cameras aimed at your house, that means there's a boundary line. And if there's a boundary line, then absolutely you have every right to put up something that evades the visuals, evades that puts up a, a massive visual block from anything that's facing in your direction. Because fuck her. I have an understanding of I have neighbors from all different areas with all different viewpoints. Right. All of them. I know this. I've met most of them. But they're neighbors. Our goal is to make sure that we don't have shit on each other's lawns, our grass stays green, and we're polite. Because this, at the end of the day, we may not like each other, but this is a neighborhood, and we need to respect each other's areas. But when somebody's doing that and constantly... Um, invading on your privacy and calling people out on the street that's orwellian and that's the one thing that scares the shit out of me it's the one thing that can put this country in the fucking red is shit like that because it doesn't solve anybody else's problems it doesn't solve hers it's that person who basically sits at the end of the road with like this you've seen that shit where they have like the the uh they're testing people's you know miles per hour oh yeah 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 like radar crazy kids yeah that that's her that's crazy karen yeah, that's sh- the anything that you can do. If she's shooting, if she's OK, if she has a camera aimed inside your house. That's an invasion of privacy. And as far as her calling the police on you, I don't know what the ramifications are. My opinion is any person who's like that, they have to be shamed. I'm OK with shaming people, right. publicly shaming people, whether it's fat shaming, whether it's fucking neighborhood shaming. I don't care about that. I don't like it if you, like, say, for example, if somebody walks into a store without a mask, you don't shame those people. I don't like that. I don't like public shaming. I don't like being made to feel uncomfortable in a situation where you already know your audience and it's pretty much 50-50. Don't rock the fucking boat. Right. It's like walking into a store and you don't like the music and you just fucking, you make, you throw a temper tantrum. Yeah. It's like driving into a town and seeing a statue that you don't agree with and instead of just, you know, just driving it to the next town that you actually live in, you file a fucking police report or you throw red paint kind of the same thing you're in your house mind your own fucking business right and that's the best way to end this podcast i like it johnny monotone 
Great to have you here back in the uh, spare parts studio. Jay. AC. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. You can find me on TikTok at positive sarcasm until it gets banned. <laughs> you can find <laughs> me on Facebook, uh, positive sarcasm, and at po- POS sarcasm. Uh, hit me up on the social media. Support the podcast any way, shape, or form. You can hit me up my YouTube channel. I just dropped two new YouTube channels. I'm working on some new projects coming up. I got one that I actually have a deadline for, apparently. It just came up this morning. So I got to work on that. Uh, support the podcast also through the uh, through the Cash app and through the Robinhood app. Follow the trend. Follow the money. Uh, Epstein didn't kill himself. Jalazalene Maxwell will drop that evidence Evidence surely. Uh, until then, I want to thank you guys for listening, watching, subscribing. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and anywhere else where my podcast is available. Thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. If you want to be a be- guest in this podcast, email me, positivesarcasm at outlook.com. Uh, remember, we're just shooting the shit, folks. Shooting the shit. Remember, if you try to cancel me, number one, I don't matter. And number two, I'll come back like fucking John Wick after you killed his dog. Till then, thank you for listening, watching, subscribing. I will talk to you all next week. Recorded here at the Spare Parts Studios in 1080p HD hotness. This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation.
Slash donate. Any amounts appreciated. Once again, positive sarcasm.com slash donate.